name is Brooke. My name is Alyssa, and yesterday I thought red and blue made yellow. <laughs> it was like a I... kid's toy in the like, infant section of where I work. And it was like, what color do you get when you mix red and blue? And I'm like so tired and so stressed. I was like, yellow. And then the toy just goes, purple! And I was like, fuck. <laughs> In your defense, you are colorblind, aren't you? Like, a little bit? I mean, I'm not, like, officially colorblind because, like, I pass the tests when I go to the eye doctor, but, um, my color, like, actual acuity isn't great. Well, then, you know, you have an excuse. Also, guys, today, this is episode 20, so following our every five episodes rule, we are joined today... By my beautiful, wonderful husband, Eddie. What's up, motherfuckers? I'm finally here. <laughs> Amy G. Dalla is a gift, and we're thrilled to have him. Amy G. Dalla, yeah. Um, Almondine has joined us. For those of you who don't know, he is the one who made our super fucking awesome intro and outro music. More importantly, we're married. Did That's... I not say husband? I thought you did. I referred to you as my husband. Oh. <laughs> Just, you did? Just, that's more, that's the more defining feature to me. <laughs> Full disclosure, we're doing another late night recording, so uh oops. <laughs> you definitely said husband though. I swear you did. I'm somewhat certain that I said husband. I just want to double down on it. That's fair. Um he stuck with me for life. So that's his mistake. Anyway. Who? <laughs> supposed to go first we can let eddie go first since he's our guest and then just work it out after that but i think it's your turn okay cool eddie would you like to go first then um sure um so today i have brought for you the water spirit known as the rusalka I'm sorry, I'm cutting in real quick, because I just looked over his shoulder, and he has his whole fucking thing written out in sentences. It's oh a Google God. What do you want? Including the first at the top okay. in 18-point okay. font. Today, I have brought for you <laughs> the water spirit known as the Rusalka. I love him. I, I... <laughs> Eddie, do you want to write is my how, This is how you do podcasts now. <laughs> this, is... this is how you do podcasts. Oh, man. We don't write... <laughs> anything it's just so funny because i'm looking at his screen and now i'm looking at my screen which is like some copy pasted shit from wikipedia i have like a a bullet pointed list on my phone notes so you know oh Oh okay (laughs) sorry go on go on here we go so in the slavic mythology a rusalka is most similar to the Celtic's mermaid or the Greek siren. <gasps> the Rusalki are you often described bastard. as beautiful young women who dwell in bodies of water and enjoy enticing men. I mean, um, everyone needs a hobby, I suppose. <laughs> so, for a little bit of their history, pre-19th century concepts of the Rusalki originated from Slavic paganism, where young women in the myths uh, or the Rusalki were symbols of fertility. They would come out every spring and comb their hair, and that would be the life-giving moisture or milk. Wait, 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 wait! Full stop! Wait! Wait! Was this the original Gamer Girls bathwater? 
No, 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 no. Was this the original bathwater? No, because it's a river. No, because it's a river. You said it was moisture from her combing her hair. That sounds like bathwater to me. Yeah, but like if it was in a pond, then like sure. But I hate this. It's 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 flowing water. I'm so upset. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I'm also upset. Uh, symbols of fertility. They did not interfere a lot with human life and were thought to have mainly provided that the moisture every spring and they came ashore sometimes to dance in the moonlight. I mean, we've all been there. Specifically, there's this Russian tradition, or it just might be Slavic in general, uh, called Green Week. That's like in June following Pentecost or like leading up to Pentecost. And as best as I can tell, after Christianity moves in, the locals are like, Oh, you mean the time of year where the crazy water spirits are most active? So it's known as Rasalka Week, and it's when the Rasalki are most active. They come hang out on willow and birch trees, and during the night, they just go party hard and, as dan- and dance as much as possible. One thing that I will say is wild is that usually when we see, like, when Christianity shows up, they're just like, no, you can't have that anymore. Yeah. And in this, it sounds like Christianity showed up and they were like, this is Pentecost, the 50th day after our Lord rose from the dead. <laughs> and these bitches were like, oh, you fucking me when the fairies come out and dance? <laughs> I want you to know, you so- said Pentecost and my brain emptied like, that happens in June? <laughs> Pentecost is when? Eddie asked me last night when Pentecost was, presumably thinking, oh, my husband used to be a Sunday school teacher. I bet he knows when this was. And I had to look him in the eye and be like, I don't fucking know shit. Pentecost is what again? Which one is that? Literally, in my defense, Christianity has so many of those things. Too damn many. And all it really does is serve as a little header on the church bulletin to be like, oh, this many days till this Sunday. Yeah. And then you never actually talk about what that Sunday is. Basically, it's just like a fancy calendar, but like, instead of months, it's just counting holidays. Yeah. Speaking of Christianity, the water spirits were believed to help grow crops and were generally treated with respect until christianity yep. showed up and there was it like, is there it is women spoke too soon who are free and fun <laughs> never illegal uh so from the 19th century on the rasalki became more of a siren type first off they were considered unclean spirits uh, oh, because off. they were born of women who had committed suicide by drowning or were drowned by unhappy marriages by like their uh, abusive husbands sometimes it's specified that they're pregnant while they murder them that seems to be a popular one mm. like any yeah. female spirit it's like oh she's here haunting us because she was unable to give birth to her baby the most important thing a yeah. woman can do <laughs> the only use that a woman has technically there are child risalki and there is a version of a risalki but like they're like super ugly and frog face (laughs) the best part in my opinion is when the risalka would try to lure young men seduced by either their looks or voice into the depths of the river where she would entangle their feet with long red hair and submerge them her body would instantly become very slippery and not allow the victim to cling on to her body in order to reach the surface. She would wait until the victim had drowned or, in some occasions, tickle them to death. Tickle them? 
God, what a way um, to go. I'm in awe. And sometimes, like, if they're out of the water, they'll hang on trees and, like, pounce on unsuspecting men and just tickle them to death. I mean... Again, I say, you need a hobby. Yeah. And probably the other cool part about the Rasalka myth is that they're not totally malevolent and they can die in peace if their death is avenged, which I think is super cool. The only other thing I have is pop culture. So they're a boss in Castlevania, one of the Castlevania games. To be fair, I think everything's a boss in Castlevania. Uh, and I and I did find the Rasalka from the Unraveled video from oh, Brian David Gilbert. God. Oh my where God. he classifies <laughs> all the all the Castlevania oh, monsters. I know the video you're referring. I watched it like two times in a row and like had different tabs open of all the different kinds of uh, oh creatures I wanted. There's like a plant lady. I remember the plant lady. Oh, yeah, that was his number one. Where was um, she rated though? There? That's the important question. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where was uh, your girl rated by? The uh, she was like number five, I think. Wow. Yeah. We're gonna have to verify that. But. I was gonna say, like, if I was smart, I'd go and fact check that. But like, he seems like a trustworthy Get Megan lad. On it. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna yeah, take he, him at his word, but okay. She. Oh wait. Oh, maybe. Maybe no. It, oh. I, I, oh, oh, I see. oh I, wow! Wow! <laughs> the truth come out. I. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the section I had to slow it down to like 0.25 speed where he was like, okay, these are all the monsters that are traditionally hot and we're just going to like fly by them because they don't really count. Cowards, man's okay. monsters. Funny how when we say we're going to fact check, uh-huh. suddenly listen, he listen, remembers. She's still back a the monster back and she's still valid. Uh-huh. Uh, top uh, five to oh just that clump of monsters that are traditionally uh-huh. attractive she's number she's my number one in my heart forever <laughs> broken <one> in my heart <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi i needed you to fact check but we got the truth so don't actually no wait i need you to fact check okay you know the uh unraveled video of the hottest monsters the castlevanias yeah. okay there's an unravel video by brian david gilbert for castlevania's hottest monsters yes, I've heard of i need you to go through i need you to watch the video you're looking for the rishalta is that how you say it the rishalta like Rus, Rus, as in russia rishalka rishalka you have to find her because almond claims that she was top five and now it might just be that she was in like the traditionally attractive but like <laughs> i need you to see if you can find her in that video and come get back to me is where she plays castlevania you can't play it in the thing <laughs> You cannot, you, babe, babe, you cannot play someone else's content during our podcast. Brooke, <laughs> I know. No, no, don't worry. The resident fact checker is on it. I'll have results before the end of the episode. Okay. Okay. It's being fact checked. Okay. Well, the classier people might know the opera, the opera, the Rusalka by Antoine Dvorak. Ah, uh, Yes. Class, um, <laughs> what this podcast exudes, and if it's, I learned that it's basically the Little Mermaid by Hans Christian Andersen. It's basically the Little Mermaid. Amazing. Uh, and there's a Decemberist song named Rusalka Rusalka. Wow. <laughs> and have you ever listened to that song? I Is did. It any good? It's that's all right. I'm not a that big like a no. yeah. That that was a no. <laughs> I'm not a big December's fan, um, but it's um, mm-hmm. it's nice. Uh huh. Okay. okay, that was a no. 
when you have to continually right. distort the truth to make your monster more appealing. Shame, amygdala. Oh my god. <laughs> Here it comes, boys. <laughs> you knew you were getting into this. You listened to our oh. podcast. You knew yes, you listened to every episode. You should have fucking known what was coming. Yeah. I. Right. Although, I will say that he should get points. As the first person to come on this podcast, at least so far, this might change, who didn't come on and immediately was like, I'm here to shame you for what a crap job you guys yeah. always do. In that, in that respect, he's my favorite guest so far. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then it's my turn next? I think so. Did we say? Alright. Um, my monster is um, the Cadejo, and I will say... I changed my monster so many times. First, I was like, okay. In the interest of not ending this with a divorce, because we all know that sometimes I'm a little bit stubborn <laughs> about my monster. A little bit. A barely little, any. I would little. say not very stubborn. But I'd also say that I may or may not have a childhood friend who has admitted to intentionally avoiding arguments with me sometimes just to keep our friendship from being ruined. So, you know, take what you will. So I was like, okay, I'm a realistic person. I know my flaws. Maybe I pick one that interesting, but don't necessarily think I could argue very well so that if Eddie brings a really good one, which he did, mm. I won't ruin our relationship over this because I am very happy with this beautiful dork-ass goblin of a man that is sitting next to me right now. Thank you. And, and then I thought, what if I didn't do that and I just went for it? <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, you were like, and then I was like, oh boy, divorce counseling, here it comes. Oh my God. But, but then I ended up compromising because um, I got the feeling from Eddie that he had brought one that was more dateability heavy mm -hmm. than uh, combat heavy. So I was like, okay, I will pick one that is then more combat heavy so I can still be a stubborn little terrible shit. But, you know, I won't have to call a lawyer at the end of the day. <laughs> so I think that's a fair compromise. I think it's a very fair compromise. So, I brought the Cadejo, which are uh, mythical dogs from Salvadoran, Belizean, Nicaraguan, Costa Rican, Honduran, Guatemalan, and Southern Mexican folklore. Ooh. So, a whole big region. Uh, in one source, I saw that the Cadejo kind of outdated Spain actually coming to South America, which kind of would explain why it it's in that whole big region rather than just certain countries. So generally how it goes is that the Cadejo come in a pair of one white uh, that is who is good and helps drunks get home and not get robbed on their way home, <laughs> nice and safe, you know, things like that, um, and protects travelers and, you know, looks out for anyone who is out and about at night. Uh, in need of protection. And then there is also a black Cadejo, who is evil and seeks to kill any humans that it can find who aren't currently being protected by the white one. The duality um, of man, or dog, Jesus. The duality of man, really. To bring you an announcement. 
What is your announcement? Oh, Eddie's a fucking liar. Eddie's a fucking liar. This just in. All right, the top five. Eddie is a one, fucking liar. One, Mandrake. Two, Ukobak. Three, Princess of Moss. Four, Mike and Ed. Five, Mel Branch. Guess what, Almond? Fact checker says you're okay. a whore! Uh, okay, so 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 it is the part where he's like, oh man, these are like the traditional hot ones, so we're just gonna run through them real quick. Uh-huh. Right, so there's the two, and, and it is worth mentioning that in a few versions, the colors are switched, and it's the black one that's good and the white one that's bad. I feel like that, okay, but I feel like you need consistency there, because if the only way you can tell good yeah, from evil is the color of it. That does feel like an important bit, doesn't it? <laughs> Oh, Eddie has pulled up Kadejo on his screen. This is wild. I've never been fact Oh, he's fact-checking you! Oh, shit! Wow! <laughs> no, I just wanted- Because, like, I don't know Spanish at all, so I didn't know if Kadejo was, like, just literally dog. No, I saw one bit where it said it might have come from the Spanish word for chain, which I'll get to later. But again, probably not, because it predated Spain. <laughs> Although, Cadejo is a Spanish word, so it probably, you know, was named that after the fact. Anyway, so, yeah, it does feel important to know which color it is. I don't know. Usually the white one's good. So, generally, they appear as large, like the size of a cow large, shaggy dogs with glowing red eyes and goat's hooves. Uh, Sometimes they look a bit more bull-ish. Usually, the it's just the goat hooves. I saw one illustration where they also had horns, and I was looking at that one, and I was like, all right, at that point, between that and the hooves, I don't know if you still count as a dog, but I do still love you so much. So, according to legend, a lot of people have tried to kill the black Kadejo, uh, but no one has ever succeeded. And then literally every source followed that up with, but if you could kill one... <laughs> It would smell very bad after you killed it, and then it would disappear immediately. <laughs> I love that that's the deterrent, though. Like, mm, I mean, like, you can't kill it, but if you could, stinks. And I feel like that's conjecture based on the fact that no one has been able to kill it. <laughs> no one has been able to yeah. kill it. It's like, oh, it probably smells terrible. How do you know, Jerry? Were you there? <laughs> it's, it sounds like they killed a dog, and then <laughs> it smelled really bad, because corpses smell bad. And then they ran away, so, like, uh, and they talked to, like, the officials, and are like, no, I, now it just disappeared. It, we blinked, and it vanished before our very eyes. <laughs> wow, okay, I do also want you to know that every single, so I, I typed it out on my phone, but autocorrect changed Kadejo to a different word almost every single time I typed it. Incredible. Um, so I... <laughs> This time it's just Cafe High, which is nothing. <laughs> My favorite folklore monster, the Cafe High. <laughs> okay, so people tried to kill it. They couldn't. So supposedly anyone who encounters the black Kadejo, do not turn your back to it or you will go insane. Also, do not speak to it. That will also drive you insane. So I guess you just have to stare it down and hope. <laughs> in some stories, the Black Kadejo is the devil himself in disguise, which seems extreme. And also that sounds like once the Spanish people showed up, they were like, no, 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 no. This is Satan. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the, the... exactly what it sounds like. 
And that's exactly, like, I'll, I'll give you that's probably what it was, but also I really love the idea of the devil just to cause drama. Like, there's this really good folklore. Everyone loves this white Kadejo. You know it'd suck if you can't tell the difference between good and evil and I'm here just to ruin his credibility. I fucking love that. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that idea. Um, so apparently when it's actually the devil then his feet are wrapped in red hot chains which seems a little dramatic but you know i'll give it to him and in that situation even the white cadejo cannot fully stop it which makes sense because it is the devil <laughs> this is just some full-blown fucking ghost rider shit. <laughs> that's that's where marvel got the idea for ghost rider fucking probably um, it's also worth mentioning for all that it's like, oh, the white Kadejo cannot defeat the black Kadejo when it's the devil. Um, also apparently when it's the devil, he doesn't bother attacking people. He just like looks at them and then anyone who sees it befalls terrible misfortune. But they don't like die or anything. It'll just be like they get robbed or like, I don't know, their pet cat will die. Like it's something like, sad and unfortunate but, like, it's nothing like the regular Kadejo, because, like, the other version of the Black Kadejo that isn't just Satan is this terrifying beast that can make you insane and it hides in the shadows and, like, first it'll make, like, all these noises come from all over the place to freak you out and to alert you, like, you're being hunted as you're trying to get home at night. And it's, like, this scary nightmare scenario. And then it jumps out of a, like, alleyway and tears you apart limb from limb. And it's, like, all this shit. And, like... <laughs> yeah, Devil's got nothing on that shit. Holy God. <laughs> the gone. Devil's just like, woo, your parakeet will die next <laughs> Tuesday. Somebody looking for financial instability. Woo. <laughs> woo. <laughs> funny how it keeps being like oh if it's the devil the white cadejo can't stop it i'm like stop it from yeah. doing what that bitch ain't doing anything <laughs> yeah it's like maybe i prefer not to but if my options are that or death like god <laughs> like he's just standing there <laughs> anyway so a popular uh like origin myth of the cadejo in el salvador talks about these two brothers who go into the house of a black magician, couldn't figure out why they went inside, they just did, and um, there's a storm, and he asks the boys to help him gather logs for the fire because it's storming out and they want to stay warm and all this, uh, but both of the brothers slack off and eat all of the man's food, <laughs> and uh, the, the guy, co the magician comes back and he sees that the tiny amount of food that he had is fucking gone, and also there are no logs for the fire, and he's like, uh, dudes, what the fuck? Yeah, that's incredibly fucking rude. Very rude. And so he curses them. Oh no, he puts a curse on the road that leads to the boys' village. And then as the boys are walking back to their village, there's voices, like, shouting out to them, spooking them. And when they turn their back to the voices... The voices uh, turn them into these two dogs, and when they get back to their village in their cursed form, they get kicked out and have no choice but to wander for eternity. Now, two interesting notes about this. Uh, it sounds like they both suck, so why is one of them evil and one of them chill? Yeah. Also, 
Could you fucking imagine two cow-sized dogs with hooves and glowing eyes walk into your village and, like, you just send someone out into the road and be like, shoot, get out of here! Get out! <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say, I want to know how that happened because if one of them is capable of tearing you literally limb from limb or driving you insane, you just shoo it off like a wayward animal in the fucking woods? Hello? It's such a funny image to me. Yeah. I'm just imagining like someone's grandma like, hey, what are you doing? She's got like the broom just standing in the middle of the road <laughs> ready to show down. Oh my god. So that is the Cadejo. I will also say I found a bunch of like local forums where, like, people were, like, talking about, like, you know how, like, sometimes in the friend group we'll talk about how some of us have, like, rem- memories of seeing a ghost when we were little kids and stuff like that? Mm. I saw a bunch of different stories that were, like, y'all, the Cadejo is real. I ran into that bitch once when I was 10 and it saved my life. And there was, like, a lot of shit like that. Which, I don't know if it was all true, but I will say it was kind of fun running into, like, stories from people who, like, culturally grew up with the Cadejo. Yeah. Like, stories, at least, you know? Well, it's like, okay, so it's like, even if the Cadejo, as the, like, folklore states, isn't 100% true, I totally believe that people could have ran into, like, large animals or had, like, animals look over or save them. Like, that's possible. He has, sorry, my husband has multiple tabs open. Disgusting. Like, checking shit as I've been talking. One of them is from the movie The Little Vampire yeah, from I the would year like 2000. Know, I would like to it's know why that's movie. a... So when you said that the cows, like, had glowing red eyes, in the movie, they, I think, uh, the vampires bite the cows. No, 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 no. The Cadejos are not cows. They are dogs as big as cows. I know, but... And that's that an important That is an important description. Distinction. Oh it's important You need to think of a little vampire, and I had to look it up. <laughs> Eddie, if, you, if you're going to do this to me, you're going to quickly go from favorite guest to least favorite guest. I'm going to just warn you. To be fair, we should have realized this was going to be a problem when we invited a scientist onto our podcast. That's true. Although I'm not particularly worried about him fact-checking mine because this is I this is my field. I am an expert. I dare you, Almond. That is both a promise and a I'm threat. I'm not fact-checking. I'm just I'm just like, you know. You know. Fact-checking. I'm just checking. checking. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not fact-checking. Checking. I'm just checking. You know, checking. I'm just I, Instead of, like, me looking at a thing with a magnifying glass, it's just, like, me looking from afar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. So, those of you that know me or know my preferences know that before I am a mythid lover, a mythid, but, yeah, before my myth lover or a cryptid lover or a monster lover, I am first and foremost in this world a lover of robots. So I have for us. Oh yeah. Oh no. It's ye ancient robot time, ladies and gents. Guess what? So Eddie's clapping. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so glad to have the respect and support I deserve. But I do like that he very intentionally clapped quietly enough that it would not be picked up on the microphone. (laughs) Possible deniability. Like he supports you, but he didn't want to be too upfront about it. You know, I'll still take it. I'll still take it, because now it's on the record, <laughs> and he can't take it back. <laughs> I have for us Talos, otherwise known as Talon, who was a giant automaton uh, made of bronze, 
to protect Europa in Crete from essentially like anyone who would come to do it harm, your pirates, your invaders. Um, there's sorry, he's looking it up. <laughs> so, there are a few different ideas of where he came from. Some poli- some uh, believe that he was like the last because he was from the Bronze Age uh, or like ye ancient. So people are like, oh, he was the last of the Bronze Period where all men were actually made of bronze, uh, which was not the case. Sounds legit. <laughs> um, that checks out. Some people thought he was a man made by Hephaestus and given to Minos or Europa, your mileage may vary. And some people thought he was a bull. Uh, but the common thread there is that it was created by Hephaestus in the forge. He is, don't have an exact height for him, just that he was Caritas. a giant sculpture or a giant statuesque man who circled the island shores. Like he literally walked around the entire island three times a day uh, to protect it. And he had a single vein from his neck to the back of his ankle that was filled with... The best way to translate it is, like, the blood of the gods. It was specifically listed as ichor, uh, but... That sounds like bad robot design. Oh, we'll get to that. It is probably not the best design, but we will get to that. Uh, <laughs> so, because he had the blood of the gods... Uh, he was pretty much impervious. Like, he was able to heat himself by jumping into a fire and then, like, protect the island from ships by, like, embracing them in, like, his molten grasp. <laughs> he also, like, threw giant rocks to ward off travelers. So, like, big, buff, strong robot man. Vibin'. He vibin'. However, as you pointed out, because he does not have the best design, he is not completely uh, impervious to all damage. In the story of the Argonauts, uh, Jason and his crew uh, were approaching Crete after obtaining the Golden Fleece, which is the whole point of the Argonauts. And uh, because they were going by his island, Talos was throwing boulders at them to try and wear them off. Uh, So Medea, to counteract this or to uh, fight him off so that they could safely get home. Some stories she like made him go crazy or like tricked him to dislodge the nail in his ankle and some she got spirits to do it because she's a sorceress. So either whatever your story or your reading is essentially she pulls the nail out of his ankle and all of the blood runs out of him completely. Like, he's completely drained of blood and it kills him. So, <laughs> he, he, he has a weak spot in his ankle. As That's a terrible design. Hephaestus, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Hephaestus like, I have got this giant bronze man for you. Just don't pull the pin. <laughs> he is designed to be a warrior. Just don't do anything to damage him. He dies so easily. <laughs> Well, it's like he's completely impervious to everything except at his ankle. So what's up with the Greeks and ankles? I don't know. Genuinely, like it could have been a specific parallel. Like people always point out like, oh, it's just like Achilles. But like, I don't know, man. It's just, yeah, that's all I got. It's just, he's. The ankle weak spot. I mean, I guess. I'm just, I'm just imagining Hephaestus is like working on this as like a capstone project or something. <laughs> and then like two, like it's a week before the damn things do. And he's like, fuck, I still haven't put all the blood in and attached to the last foot. Okay, here we go. Well, some, something they could probably lend like 
uh, some light on the situation is that it was created by Hephaestus, but because Zeus asked him to. So this was Zeus's like. So it was his capstone, yeah! <laughs> or like a commission that you forget to do that's been sitting on the backlog for a little bit, and it's like your shitty dad is pestering you, and it's been like three months, and you just gotta shovel some shit together. And you just want to get him off your back, because now your mom has also started texting you, complaining yeah. that your dad keeps complaining. <laughs> I mean, he did- Listen, yeah. listen, in terms of, like, actually sculpting it, he's described as, like, well, some, like, the Cretans worshipped him as the god of the sun, so, like, he is this beautiful, giant, buff man. It's just, in terms of keeping him functioning- Maybe we should have worked on that a little better. <laughs> when your dad is trying to get you to do this shitty project and your mom keeps complaining to you that you haven't finished your dad's shitty project and your wife who hates you keeps coming downstairs and pointing out how ugly it is. It's like- So you gotta put all your time into making it pretty instead. Your dad asked for it. Your mom's bugging you about it. Your wife's off fucking the other man. Like, he's- Hephaestus just has a horrible time in general. Yeah, I that that was my uh, quick little blip. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Beautiful. Before we roll into the combat, and I will say it's past midnight, so I'm gonna try so hard not to get very very loud, because I know for a fact how well sound travels to the downstairs apartment where my neighbor is trying to sleep. I would imagine right around now. Yeah. God willing. <laughs> um. I'm going to try so hard. But before we get to that, two things again. We mentioned this on the last episode, but in case you didn't hear it, we have a Patreon. So at the $3 level, you get you will get access to all of our bonus episodes. By now, the first one is probably up. So I will go ahead and tell you uh, we cover the Xenomorph Queen versus the real big kaiju from Pacific Rim, whose name I don't remember. Alyssa, I was planning on you popping in there and telling me. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> I was like, oh, that was for me. God, I, I think it, uh, Slattern. So that was the episode. And I'll be honest, we had a great time, but it did just turn into us talking about, like, Big Thing Hot. Yeah. Um, And I have drawn some fan art. I don't know if it counts as fan art if it's your own, but I did some art for that episode. It does. It does great for that episode. That is also up on the Patreon for anyone who joins. Besides getting bonus episodes, which will be coming out once a month, uh, you also get fun stuff like um, you can potentially get extra voting rights, access to the Discord. If you really want to go wild, you can request a monster. There's there's a lot of cool stuff. I strongly recommend you check it out. And as always, also go check out Closeted Crafts, which is almost like a I feel like it's almost like a partner project at this point, except Alyssa and I have nothing to do with it, and Maury <laughs> works very, very hard on it, and where this is a horny monster fucker podcast, that is a genuinely good nonprofit uh, for LGBT people who, you know, are still in the closet, want to show some pride, and so, like, Closeted Crafts is out there making the world a better place while Alyssa and I sit here yelling into microphones. Sometimes it's about, like, the little things. Like, you know, sometimes you put money and effort into charity and making people happy, and sometimes you make people happy with arguments about monster hot, big thing hot. Exactly. So go follow, um, they're gonna be rolling out, I think, some pretty exciting news soon. So go follow them at 
Closeted Crafts on Twitter and TikTok. Speaking of which, Eddie, have you checked out their TikTok yet? No. You hate me. I can't believe this. Okay. And I think also Instagram. Go do that. Anyway, back to the podcast. <laughs> so I believe we generally do combat first. Generally, yes. So there are two of my monster, which I think does help being able to split off in two directions. Yeah, but they have to work together. Are they going to work together? I feel like if our mo- if our guys work together, yeah, we, we could, could totally Talos. take Talos down. Especially because it turns out all you have to do is pull a nail out of his ankle. But without horrible knowing, design, but without knowing that, I think. <laughs> well, how just... tall is the ankle? Listen, he's a very tall man. The ankle is, I would say, the second closest to the ground body part there is, <laughs> right yeah. after the foot. <laughs> I literally don't have a height, so I'm, like, still trying to figure out how tall he is, like, ankle proportions. Here's the thing. So, my things are the size of cows, which I think are bigger than a lot of people who don't work on farms realize. Oh, so you've worked on a farm. No, but I've gone on mission trips to areas that do have farms, and so I I remember the first time I saw a cow in real life, and it was startling, uh, second only to the effect of seeing a pig in real life, because dear fucking God, that those things are the stuff of my nightmares. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Pigs are adorable. They're huge. Eddie, they're so big. I know. They're adorable. They're... I, you, we can't get down this, but I, I had a nightmare about pigs once. Anyway. <laughs> um, they're very big, and because they are dogs, they're perfectly capable of jumping up on their hind legs. And I'm just saying, I think that they can probably reach the ankle. I'm just saying they'd have to go through a hell of a lot to get there. Like, my man lifts for days. He's tall. He could squish him like a bug. He can heat himself in fire. Like, he's not just going to sit there and take it. Like, yeah, he has a very obvious weak spot, but you gotta get there first. (laughs) Okay, so it's him against three. We can have two distracting while... I am gonna, like, double-cross you at some point. Well, yeah, (laughs) of course. As all good relationships should, but, like... I'm just saying it takes two of you to take one of mine, which means my one should be considered heavily and that you need three if you count the fact that there's two dogs that have to work together. Okay, then let's say say just my two dogs. Yeah. There's two of them. Yeah. So one can distract and one can go for the ankle. Like, that assumes that they were capable of working together to begin with because they're after each other first. But not necessarily, I mean, yes, they hate each other's guts. But also, in that one myth, they used to be brothers. And like, you know, what are brothers if not capable of working together sometimes? And also sometimes making it their life goal to ruin each other's dreams. Like, that's just what brothers are like. It's like a Sasuke Naruto thing minus the ending where they become friends. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I do have to say when I think Sasuke Naruto's relationship, my first thought isn't brothers who are just after one another <laughs> sometimes. That's not Eddie, what comes homophobic to on our podcast. Um, what I have for fighting <laughs> is that there are good climbers and good swimmers. So mine would definitely be, well, I feel like it'd be able to climb up to the ankle. Um, Hard to climb metal, but okay. Yeah. Um, I have, has strength enough to forcefully drown a full grown man. Well, that's not going to help you here. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's um, not... That does nothing. And it's hard to, like, interact with it because it's a spirit, I feel. Okay, sorry, I'm gonna cut in because I'm looking at his actual notes. There we go. what it says is, is technically a spirit, and you would think it is hard to, like, punch and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And and they're, like, semi-smart. So, like, okay... I, I'll definitely give it to Talos, but I feel like if the, both Gadeos and the Rasalka team up, then it's Yeah, I will say if like all what? three of yours I teamed up, it could be possible. One, one of my Cadejos may or may not be Satan himself. And so you know what? I bet he could handle it. Yeah, no. The black one will just like show up and then walk away and like give up and then Talos will trip oh, yeah. and fall. Hold on. <laughs> Hold the fuck up. But you already said that Satan doesn't kill anyone. We went through this whole thing where he was just like minor inconveniences. So he's not going to kill him. He's just going to like, oh no, maybe there's an earthquake or some shit. Right. But here's what I do think. This isn't even on the Satan path anymore. This is the regular Katejo. Mm. In a situation where he, where Talos is fighting at least two, because there's two Gadejos, even if they're not fighting together, they're still both in the ring, and arguably also Eddie's monster, whose name I've forgotten, <laughs> Talos, at some point, will have to turn his back to one of them, which will immediately drive him insane. But it won't, though. He's immune to that kind of stuff due to the fact that he's a is robot. He? But Oh, shit. I don't- might be right. <laughs> But that sounds like something... So here's the thing. If he can be worshipped as a god and counted enough as a monster, as, like, this bronze man, Mm -hmm. then I actually don't think he automatically gets immunity to stuff unless it specifies in the myth. So unless you can pull up Talos' character sheet and show me where it says immune to charm or frightening... Hold up, hold up. I might be able to do that. All right, go do it. All right, you two argue each other while I get my facts. Hold on. Brooke, this is the part where every time I listen during the episode, I'm like, oh my God, Brooke, just come on. (laughs) I'm so stubborn. But no, I have an actual leg to stand on on this one. I think it's ridiculous to just be like, well, because of the modern understanding of robots. No, but it specifically makes like a point that like okay, he's immune to diseases. He's impervious to things except for the like vein in his ankle. I'm not hearing any mental protection. He doesn't have a head. Wait, why am I arguing? Yes, he yes he does. Yeah, but like it's he clearly has a head. What are you talking about? You have a screen full of pictures of him right in front of you. He has a head, right but now. I mean, he doesn't have like a yeah, Man, it's not like he okay. like, has the same... Fine. In that case, you know what? My bitch attacks by ripping things apart, limb from limb, and so you know what he'll probably attack first? The legs, i.e. the part of the legs that he can reach, which is the ankle. I still think that there is very real grounds for my dude winning. Oh my god. I don't oh, think he's going to be able to get close out. enough to rip it off the ankle. And it's not like he can rip off his leg either due to the fact that it's like, I don't know how many times the size and also made of bronze. But he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to rip off the whole leg. He just has to pull the nail out. And here's something that I thought was very interesting. The fact that it says a nail. It doesn't say anything about it being covered up. There's just a nail there that has to be pulled out. So you know what? If something with teeth is trying to latch onto a bunch of metal, it'll catch on the one piece of separate metal that's sticking out a little bit, 
I eat the nail. It is actually covered. It is actually covered. His body and limbs were brazen and invulnerable, except at one point under a sinew by his ankle, there was a blood red vein protected by only a thin skin, which to him meant life or death. Argonautica 4, 1638, bitch! It is covered! (laughs) The vein is covered, not the nail. No, it's the same thing. Like, the the nail is the vein that holds it in place. Like, it's... Okay, I still maintain the dog is attacking the leg. Anyway. Okay. Okay, here. Here, I'll make you feel better. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I think if ours would fight, if, if, if I would lose 2v1, for sure. 1v1, I'd probably win. I don't think... No. Okay, okay. Because yours can be driven insane. Also... It's. I don't think it's strong enough to pull two cow-sized dogs under the That's water why I said to die. Not, obviously, not strong or enough even for two. One again. It do it's one. the size of a cow. It's specifically strong enough to pull. Have you seen Dwayne Johnson? He's not bigger than a cow. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> that's like my. That's like my benchmark for like. If that strong man. If that is your benchmark for how big of a thing she can pull under the water, that's not going to work. It's huge. I have to, I have to disclose this now or everyone's going to yell at me later because I did say this earlier and it's not my fault that Brooke doesn't listen. Um, <laughs> uh, but in some versions of the Argonauts, it's Medea's magic that shows him images of like death that makes him tear out his own nail when he goes crazy. So... There might oh, be so he can some... go crazy. I am not saying that he can go <laughs> crazy. Explicitly just can go crazy. You know, magic. So, Sometimes magic. So if happens. he turns his back at any point during the fight, he will go insane. And we already know that if he goes insane, oh he will God. he will kill himself. Okay, Brooke. Let's okay. Uh, let's wrap. Let's wrap this part up. Jeez, oh, Pete. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I think if you run the simulation a thousand times, the majority is going to be Talos. Thank you, I agree. Ultimate warrior style, or deadliest warrior style, whatever that show is called. Yeah, I don't agree, just because one of Talos' weaknesses matches up too well with one of uh, the Kaheda's abilities. Yeah, but... Very, very, like, there's a very straight up yeah, match Yeah, but again, there. they have to go through so much to actually get to that weakness. Like, I'm not saying it's impossible, just that it's statistically unlikely. All he would have to do is at at any point during that fight, turn his back to to it. That's all that would have to happen. But there's two of them. So all he has to do is keep... Right. So the odds are he's gonna turn his back on one of them eventually because there's two of them. But they have to run around him to get to the ankle. So like... If he's keeping his eye on they them don't... so that he doesn't, like, turn around, that they're, you know, you see, like, how that doesn't... I'm just saying. This is, listeners, I want you to know, this is the point where you can hit the no, the no, forward 15 no, seconds no, button, no, no, like no, I do no. every time. <gasps> you what? <laughs> I cannot believe this. Okay, fuck this. I'm just saying I could win fight. Uh-huh. Anyway, moving on. Feed ability. My husband sucks. All right, I have, quote, unquote... Uh, a list given to me uh, by my fact checker so I can quote unquote maybe finally beat Brooke for once and my list is as follows athletics ready to do track and field likes rocks who doesn't like a nice rock 
weak ankles so you can totally school him in basketball. Big tall, protective dude, guarded a city until some colonizers had to ruin it for him. Himbo vibes. <laughs> Crete and Greece real hot, so if you're a cold-blooded lizard like Lily and Sarah, it's the ideal environment for you. <laughs> Not as good as a transformer, unfortunately. And same ankle weak spot as Achilles. Possible sign of homosexuality if it's a dominant gene trait. <laughs> Which was my Sorry, but, but that, even if I did not know Megan at all, I could have told you that that was written by a sapphic asexual. <laughs> Oh, oh boy! I like want to start asking her to write like my <laughs> dateability list from now on. Um, I will say I don't know if I can make a huge argument for Kadejos being dateable because they, they are, are dogs. dogs. That I could probably ma- try and make an argument for the brothers, except the brothers fucking sucked. Yeah. And I could try and make an argument for Satan, but let's be real, that's reaching. Mm. So <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys duke this one out. Eddie does have me at a chokehold here because mermaids are my one great monster love. So it's like... So here's... Here's, here's Alyssa, here's where you might feel dissuaded. The Rusalka don't have fins. <gasps> Why would they don't have her? a tail. They, what they, the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you saying uh, this? This is a point Why in my they? favor. No, no it is absolutely not. Eddie, 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 what podcast are you on? Think about your audience. Are you serious right now? Okay. I could have picked. I could I could have picked something like gross and ugly, but I didn't. But you're a fucking coward. Because okay. I had to believe in the monster I was picking. They're still described as being beautiful. The pre-Christianity look is like blonde hair and um long blonde hair the post-christianity look is like long black hair and then when you get closer they're like face distorts and they get green hair and like then their hair starts to look like snakes because it's all tangled they can hang out on land or in the water they have very good senses of humor because tickling to someone to death is very funny (laughs) i hate you they prefer young men, but that's only to, like, kill. So if you avenge them, they'll love you. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. This is a disappointing argument. Mm. I gotta I'll, I'll, so I'll far, tell I'm you, not. Eddie, you had me for a while with, like, the mermaids and the maidens, and but, like, they're just chicks in water. And, like, everything that they have going for them, my giant automaton also has going for it. Like, can also be in land or water. Is also traditionally beautiful. Like, you're gonna have to step it up, my man. I don't know. I looked up some pictures of Talos. He doesn't look that great. He only has a four-pack. He only has a four-pack. He's also big shiny, like a penny. He's big shiny. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that's a good art. Ooh, big shiny. Ooh, but does he, does he get rust? I mean, probably not. He's got god blood. In yeah. Him. I don't know. I, I, I assume he didn't because he was around for a while before he got the pin pulled, and it doesn't say anything about him getting like blue. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what else to. I, I. So I picture them as like really like hot lady. 
they're like they're they act like sirens they like chill out on the banks they're like hey what's going on they like it sing so to people to how much you are not a monster fucker and i already knew this yes and i still love you very much obviously but like and if that's what the people think then that's what the people think but did you oh um, 62 i have the full complete list from 1 to 62 of every monster that was in that Castlevania monsters guide six monsters that don't fit into the criteria it was not one of them the rusaka did in fact land in monsters that feel like they're supposed to be hot so they're kind of cheating so if uh, Unravel says it's cheating. I think it's cheating. What? There's no boundaries like that here. This is the. This is do you think? Do you the think there's West. boundaries? We are a lawless, godless land. Exactly. Didn't even make the top twenty or the top sixty. I would like to point out. So I no, feel like. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Sorry. I feel like I'm Megan just in the background, <laughs> being like, um, actually. She's the real producer. She. Re- she literally listed 1 to 62 Megan? exactly. Like, I asked her a fact check. She got me, like, the fucking encyclopedia. Yeah. The kind of shit we need around here. And yeah. when they, like, strangle people underwater, their hair turns red, and it's like, looks really cool. That I think they get some points for. But the rest of that bullshit was just kind of meh. Yeah. Um, and when they come out during Rasalka week, they, like, dance every night, and if you look at them if you watch them while they dance they kill you so this feels like something that could have been useful during the combat yeah phase. oh that's not Ooh. gonna help you for dateability what if you want to like support your water girlfriend Maybe. spirit and while she's going all ham and having a good time and you watch her dance and she fucking kills you that doesn't sound like yeah. a good well, date well they kill you by you dancing non-stop yeah, that's so if if you are high out of your mind, it might be something, but I'm not good at arguing. <laughs> I am not going to give it to you for saying that, but I feel your pain. I feel it because I live it every week. Yeah. Usually if this is Alyssa's job, yeah. it's Alyssa's job to be in that position. So yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna say Talos is also more dateable. Sorry. I agree. You're here. Oh, Okay. I mean, it goes to a vote. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. The... We'll see what the internet says. But I suspect we'll just have to wait and see. I was gonna bring like some Bible aliens. Why the fuck did you not? Yeah, it was hard to look up shit for it. Yeah, no, that's sometimes a struggle. I have a whole tag on my um, Tumblr uh, drafts, specifically of shit that I'm gonna bring for Five Minute Monsters mm. someday. Just because they're cool as hell and I cannot talk about them. I sometimes like bring things that could have been five minute monsters to regular episodes and hope that I can stretch it out anyway. So, you know. All right. So last week, I believe vampires won last time I checked. Uh, check again, because last I checked, it was 50 50. What? No. Hold on. I'm checking right now. Guys. Drum roll, everybody. Four votes. Final results 50 50. God fucking damn it. Okay. As it should be, really. No. As it really I, I, should no, be. No, I kind of like. As it should be. Fuck I, like, I could have accepted vampires winning, but I kind of like the traditional, like, it will always be the split vote. Like, that feels like the true yeah. answer to me. You're all cowards. Yeah. Every single one of you. <laughs> all right. So. 
I think that's the end. Yeah. I've gotten distracted working on my Xenomorph fan art. Yeah, the 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 vibe has like <laughs> been very very tired. <laughs> Y'all, it's twelve forty five in the morning. I'm so sleepy. It's, it's not it's my late. fault. I'm baby. Yeah. It's so oh late. shit! I'm so hungry. Okay. All right, y'all. <laughs> um, Mario cut most of this out. Let's be real. More, we owe Mori so much. We owe Mori so much. God, we that beautiful human does not get paid enough because we cannot afford it. So you guys should all go follow the Patreon, support us on Patreon, so that they can be paid to support our bullshit. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think that is all. Uh, sources. Oh fuck. Oh. It seems to be the tradition. (laughs) Uh, So I used Wikipedia, shocker. I also use uh, cryptids.fandom.wiki and also the Nicaragua uh, Nicaragua community.com. I use Apollodorus. I use the Biblioteca, or Bibliotheca, sorry. Uh, The Argonautica, um, the Journal of Hellenistic Studies. And, uh, American Journal of Archaeology. Wow. Um, I use Britannica.com, the Rasalka page on Wikipedia, a nifty website called FNord23, uh, the Hermes Hub YouTube channel, um, and some podcasts I really like that helped me with this, um, Drunk Mythology, Stonehouse, Sex, Drugs, and Opera, and spirits. <laughs> what was that last one? Uh, sex, drugs, and opera. Um, there are two guys that are like really horny for like opera stuff. That doesn't explain God bless. Anything. That explains absolutely it, it nothing. Sh- it, no, no, no! Don't explain it more. Okay. I, I like not knowing. Yeah. Oh, holy shit! Sex, drugs. Okay, so, um, we are on Twitter at Mythids Podcast. Um, you can email us at Mythids1 at gmail.com, uh, and find us on Patreon, Patreon by just searching Mythids. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, it's been fun. Bye. Bye. Oh, credits. Um, music was done by Eddie, who is also our guest this week, and- Thank fucking God for Maury, who does our editing. <laughs> Maury, like, and swearing at us as they have cohesive. things yet again. <laughs> I, okay, now bye for real. I love you all. Bye. Bye. bye.